Also, according to Hebrews 7, from verse 9 to 10, Levi was in the loins of Abraham. I would say, so were you in the loins of your ancestors, yet to manifest in flesh. Mm. You paid something that you're collecting today. Mm. I want to emphasize this point because the enemy always takes an element of truth and contaminates it. And I've come mm. in contact with many people that believe in reincarnation. This is mm. not reincarnation. Mm. I've come in contact with many people who have gone through hypnotism, all of that. They've seen themselves in the 1400s. This is not what it is. That is the enemy taking lies, saying that you existed. Levi didn't exist in the flesh when Abraham was tithing to Melchizedek. He did not have a life in the flesh. But in the spirit, he was a spirit being, waiting for his time to get flesh that will be sourced from Abraham's chromosome. So because this is not reincarnation or hypnosis where they say that, oh, you lived here before as a bird or an animal and you have returned. <laughs> you have returned. Or that you have been living and returning for years all of that are perverted lies of darkness. Levi was in Abraham's body. He wasn't in a physical body. Abraham was the one that lived, but Levi was in his body, in his chromosomes, and through the bloodline, through the bloodline. We don't take the bloodline for granted. The spirit being Levi was yet to take on a bodily form to flesh out a bodily destiny. Even though the priesthood of Levi was one subject to death, it was built upon a heavenly platform. That is the giving of tithe to Melchizedek. Melchizedek was a priest of God. He came from heaven. So even though the priesthood of Levi, they were subject to death, they would die. After they reign, after they do the works of the Lord, when they came of age, they would die and another generation would continue what they were built upon came from Melchizedek, who never dies. Even though what we build on earth may be passing, what Jesus Christ came to establish was not after the Levitical priesthood. It was after the priesthood of Melchizedek. Take that in. Take that in. Mm -hmm. So now we talk about tithe and we go to Malachi. I love it when you mention Malachi. I didn't think of this when I was studying, but I love it when you mentioned Malachi. When we talk about tithe, we are always referenced Malachi when really tithe ever existed because of Melchizedek. Like I told you, hermeneutics is a branch of knowledge that deals with the interpretation, especially of Bible or literally texts. One of the laws of hermeneutics, like I said earlier, is the law of first mention. I'm repeating it for those who were in here because this is very important where you allow the Bible to interpret itself by going to the first time that word was introduced in Scripture. You take the meaning and the context out of there. Every time that word comes out again, you interpret it based on when it was first mentioned. Mm. So with the first mention of the tithe, when Abraham gave it was to a source of heaven to establish God's call upon his generations. To bring forth a priesthood that will come through him. That was why it was first mentioned. That was how it was first mentioned. That is the source. Abraham was the carrier of the promise. 
So I want to encourage you, if you've never been told, understand today that you are the carrier of the promise. You are the carrier of the promise. We did an extensive study on Hebrews um, 6 where God sealed this covenant by swearing and binding himself by two immutable things which it was impossible for God to lie. His promise and his oath, you are that carrier. And within you are generations. Generations you desire to live out destinies beyond manipulation. Destinies that trample on snakes and scorpions. The giving of the tithe wasn't what it is preached today. It was not about being materialistic, about being rich. It wasn't about, oh, having all of this yet, being powerless, being weak, being shameful, being manipulated by other humans. That's not what it was about. It was about giving upon a heavenly platform to establish God's purpose on earth. What is God wanting to reveal on the earth? You can come into a covenant to make that happen, not just for you, but for generations after you. So don't be deceived about having earthly finances, but no identity. No spiritual drive establishing things on the earth that when the fires of heaven begin to test them, they will not last. You're building something eternal. You're building something eternal. Understand this. Generations that put in laws devoid of God because you chose to be dull hearing and not go deeper into the word. Why do we have what we have now? What did we invest in the loins of our ancestors? What did we invest that we have this kind of Christianity now that has no power? Are you guys following me? Are you getting this? Yes. Because getting this will make us begin to change the generation, the kind of agreements we make with heaven for the manifestation of God's kingdom. What have we sold for our sake? We must ask these questions. What are we having to deal with today? Please consider Think for a priesthood to be established on the earth. The Levitical priesthood came through an ancestor who bore the promise. You are called by God to establish a generation of victors in certain areas. Some of these areas, you have no clue of them. You think Abraham had the clue of the Levitical priesthood when he was tithing to Melchizedek? Remember, at that time, there was no existing priesthood on earth in the days of Abraham. But Abraham carried a promise. Therefore, God's kingdom guided him to do this for his children, for his grandchildren. This is a man who had no children. But this is a man whose scripture talks about counting stars and sands. Extraordinary. You mustn't do what everyone else is doing. God wants to establish his desires and great callings never seen on earth. He wants to see people engage him beyond simplicity, beyond motivation, beyond the here and now. He wants people who will engage him into heaven so his promise will show up uniquely upon the earth through your generations. There was no priesthood. Abraham was just this person that God pulled from Ur of the Chaldeans. There was nothing really inside. He just walked with God. Look at what he birthed. You mustn't do what everyone else is doing. 
But you can engage with the king of heaven and begin to tithe into something, into the atmosphere of heaven to change generations. God wants to establish his desires and great callings never seen on the earth. He wants to see people engage him beyond anything you have seen. Many of you are wondering, what haven't I seen, right? I love because even people like Mark Zuckerberg have created things that we have never seen or thought of. You know, my, my mom never knew Facebook or Instagram. My mom, if you came to her office, she had all the scriptures she would write out for people and hand them over to them. No matter how many scriptures she read, she never could see Facebook or Instagram. She never could even see such a thing happening. How is that even possible? Mm. So no matter how much Bible she read, there was no reference to social media in her Bible. She never knew that her grandchildren would spend half their lives on things she never knew about. Mm. What if, what if Jesus listed the mightier things he said we would do? The greater things he said we would do. What if he listed them? Mm. Would you even have a reference for it? Mm. Because what Levi was doing through Abraham, Abraham had no clue. But this mightier things can be assessed by this mind change now. Break off those belief systems. You're not living for the here and now. You're not just living for material gain. Just for you. The fulfillment of what the great call to do the mightier things and the greater things can be accessed through you intentionally engaging heaven concerning your promise. All that is to say is all of this is beyond you. But it takes you to give into a heavenly platform and actively grow your relationship with the God of heaven for God's heart and callings to manifest in your generations. We want to create this on earth and it will begin with you recognizing it and letting go of all those belief systems that have told you that all oh, you have to give to an institution and going back to what you were talking about malachi tells you about bringing to the storehouse what do you mean by storehouse and they tell you it's a place a physical place where you go to give of course, you're on earth, you give to a physical place. Abraham gave to Melchizedek. But is that institution, is it growing your faith? Is it giving you an understanding that you are the carrier of the promise? Mm. Is it consciously driving you to see that you can influence generations of blessings mm. through your seed? So we want to build something. Mm -hmm. We want to build something based on the word of God, something that we have never, we have no reference for in the physical, but we are engaging it by faith so that God's heart and God's passion for our lives and generations after us will be the revelation of the greater and the mightier things that Jesus did. This is what we want to do. And that is why we are providing a godly kingdom-based platform for our giving. Because without us coming into that place, we will not see God's heart come to pass. We have seen spurts of people, right? Oh, you see a Catherine Coleman show up. You see all of this show up here and there. They carry such a mighty call and they fulfill it. But is that all there is? We are pressing into God for a place where people can come 
and be mentored in the ways of the Spirit. To ignite a fire that has never been there. To start something that they might not even live to see. But have their generations do it through them. This is what we want to do. I urge you, this has everything to do with you having a mind change and following the word of God and see how to begin to access your choices, access the things you're doing. From belief systems that have placed us in the problem we have now, our faith deteriorating, our children getting into all kinds of things, making all kinds of covenants with the devil, we got them here. How can we change it today? They are trusting us with the decisions we make. How can we make these decisions for them? You and I are supposed to be the people of promise who will spearhead our generations. What platforms we build. You pay tight to things and places where heaven is not elevated. They call them storehouses. Do you know that there's a whole lie where your loved one will die and you will be paying indulgences for them to move to heaven. Who told you that? Generations and generations, our great-grandparents took us into paying into these systems. And it's so hard for us to spend time in the word of the Lord. It is so hard for us to engage revelation because we just want to live careless lives. What has that done to our faith? A generation lacking authority. A generation establishing bad governments, causing people to live in deception. Instead of the Christian, walking, testimony-bearing person who establishes his life on the promises of God, we have allowed man's interpretation to secure us into powerless ministries. Ask Melchizedek, ask Abraham about what this is all about. If you've not had a tangible spiritual breakthrough, in an institution, and all you've had is just community and fun times, ask Melchizedek and Abraham what this type is about. If you have been investing into a system of just having community and fun time, ask them what it's about. Because what is happening is not funny. We have been manipulated. We have believed a lie. Congregations have been left Devoid of spiritual authority. Devoid of an understanding of what it means to tithe after the order of Melchizedek. Mm. We sit down and wonder why the name of Jesus and the authority we claim to have is dragged to the mort. When you leave for the moment, you will sell your birthright for that shiny red stew. Remember Esau? When he sold his birthright, he was leaving just for the now. You have a birthright. When all you're focusing is just to satisfy that hunger, because that's what we are taught. Give this and you'll get this. And I'm not debunking this because honestly, somebody sold into our ministry last week and the very next day sent me a message saying, Nadia, somebody gave me half of what I sold. And I'm like, amen, that too will happen. But can you look beyond that? Mm. Don't settle for just these little things. Mm. Oh, I gave this and I got that. No. Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. Let this message cleanse your motives. Let your motives begin to look into a heavenly platform. Mm -hmm. Today, I want you to understand that generations are doing this with you. 
You did what you did through your ancestors for us to be where we are today. I did what I did through my ancestors to today. Now, consciously lead your generations to do something new today under the order of Melchizedek for their future in the mighty name of Jesus. So when it comes to priesthood and the type, Jesus Christ followed after this order of Melchizedek. There are agreements coming to you left, right, and center, but you must take charge and begin to discern. Don't say, oh, I can barely feed myself, so I'll take hold of whatever for myself. Please don't, because you possess the promise to establish destinies on earth that will walk in the fulfillment of God's promises. Abraham had this understanding even before he ever had Isaac. So don't judge your circumstances or what you need to do based on the immediate circumstances. You must judge by the Spirit of God. See and act by the Spirit of God. Don't give in to the manipulation any longer. Know the source of this great activity you partake in. When it comes to priesthood and the type, Jesus Christ followed after this order of Melchizedek. Are you doing exactly what the Lord tells you to do concerning your agreements? concerning your tithe? What are you bringing to the table to reveal God's kingdom in your generations? Because the holder of the promises was actively involved with the priest of God from heaven to establish generations after him in their calling, their positions, and path for their time when they would show up. That careless action you take is you spearheading a generation that is confused, lacking in authority. I'm not saying I'm Melchizedek in any way, but here we have a platform that we want to build and mentor people to understand the authority, to trample upon snakes and scorpions, to be free, to walk in victory. It is your portion. I mean, everyone that has started with us has experienced this in their lives. Let us build this. Let us build a platform where God and his kingdom is established, where his truth is revealed, unadulterated, where there's no compromise. Let us do this for our generations. Amen. Let us come Amen. together and make a difference. We are the ones that carry the blessings. We are the ones that will make it happen. Amen. So today I want to urge you, I want to take this moment to urge you. We can send you the links. We can send you the information. We can give it all to you. We are looking at building something here. And so what the vision is that we plan to have a place where we can have people freely coming in to be delivered, to be set free, to pray, to see God's actions started. But we need all hands on deck to begin to build this. Mm -hmm. I see people calling from all kinds of places. And I see a Spanish person answering. I see a Rwandan person answering. I see a Kenyan person answering. I see an American person answering. Whatever language, second language, I see you answering, leading people into the truth of God's kingdom. Amen. You guys are being trained. You guys are being mentored so that you can mentor others. It's not just about us consuming this for ourselves. It's so much more. Yes, you invested through your ancestors. You invested something to be here today, to be on this Zoom today. Take advantage of it. Amen. Take advantage of all these years you have invested and seen freedom happen for you. Take advantage of it and know that you will establish something 
through your generations that have never been seen before. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for this teaching today. I thank you because <laughs> your truth just keeps going and going and going. And Lord, we choose to sit underneath all of this. Let the floodgates of heaven bring revelation that is unending. Let the kingdom of heaven transform our mindset. Let us lead in the way you've called us to lead. Let us understand that we're carriers of the promise. And there's so many promises of generations in our loins that are waiting to be revealed. Let us understand that it starts with us and it starts with now on the platform upon which we give. And that we will take responsibility of mm. our place in you, of mm. our call, of the part we mm. have to play to see your heart happen. Beyond anything we have ever asked or imagined, you will do it on the earth. We say yes mm. and amen. We thank you, God, because you will take us on this journey, word after word, precept upon precept, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the... <laughs> the support and thank you for all the feedback I've been getting thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones some of you bought like seven copies some of you bought like five copies I am so delighted God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say hey come come here come here he wants us in his kingdom realm with him he wants to show us heaven when Jesus Christ tore the veil when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit. Mm -hmm.